Hey you, it's me, Danny, and you've tuned in to I'm Just Saying, where I get out here on these internet streets and find hot topics for us to discuss. Now are you ready to jump in? I know I am. Let's go. Alright people, here we are with another episode of the I on the Fix My Life. You know, Auntie coming through with the the new title, which is Six Babies, Five Baby Daddies. And when I first saw it, I was like, okay, baby girl, what in the hell is going on? Because we as a society don't act like it wasn't it was just me because it wasn't y'all was thinking the same thing. Like, no girl, what the hell? Why you got all these baby daddies and all these kids running around here? That's what we all do. Now, there have been plenty of times in my life because we all know since y'all been here and welcome to the new people. Shout out to you. And um, the new we all know that because we I have five children. And so because I have five children, I have been prejudged by many a person when I was in these streets, you know, taking my baby's places, looking like a mama duck and, you know, everybody trailing behind me. I've definitely been prejudged. So I know what that feeling is. And I still did it to her. Like I still was like, what the hell? Why she got all these um, baby daddies or whatnot? So this is a great insight into what really is the hell going on with a girl um, the possibility of what is going on with the woman who would have so many children and so many baby daddies going on in their life. Okay, so follow me in because we about to get into this show. Okay, so we meet this girl, Nikima. I think her name is Nikima. It could be Nikita. It is. It's Nikita. Forgive me. So Nikita is presently 36, I believe. And... um Ayana was talking to her, you know, you always got to get that back history. So she's let her know that she had her first baby when she was 18. Um, there was just a guy that she liked and he got her pregnant. It was an abusive situation. Um, I believe she had the second child by the same man. I was a little bit confused because I, I'm not really sure if she had the second child by the same man or if she went back to the first one and had the third child by the same man. But she has two by one man. Okay, so she had that. Um, and after she had, so after she had the two children, um, she then had her mom decided that they would. The two children would stay with the mom and then she would, um, you know, go to school and go to work. And the mom would, uh, Nikita's mom would, would, um, raise up the, the, um, two children. But then Nikita then came back home and when she came back home, she got pregnant again with baby number three. And then she had baby number four. And, um, next thing you know, she went back again and she had baby number five. Okay. Now when Nikita had three with her, all of the kids are with her mama. Let's just, let me let you know. Now Nikita got five, six kids, five of them are with her mama. So when she had the first group of kids with her mama, then she went to go tell her mom she got her life together and she trying to, I hate when people, y'all know, I hate when people say they got their life together, but she was trying to tell her mom she got her life together and that she could be a mom again. 
but it wasn't as easy as just go pick up her kids because they had went through the courts to have give her mom guardianship because you need that guardianship to like sign the kids up for school and take them to the doctor's appointments and whatnot and so you know take them to camp all of those kind of things so mama had guardianship over the kids so Nikita then needed to go back to the courts and the mom was kind of like I'm not doing it because I don't feel like you stable enough so um they then had a big, huge family fight. Like the whole family was, you know how it be. Don't act like y'all families is all regular. I don't even know what regular is, but don't act like it's all together. Cause y'all families is, you know, there be an issue. Everybody take a side. And then, you know, it's a lot of conversation, whatever. So Nikita and her mom, they had this big, huge fight because she wanted her kids some people in the family was like, them is her kids, give her her damn kids back. And then some other people were like, no, you don't, we don't even know what you doing out here in these streets. And every time we see you, you pregnant again and dropping a baby off with your mama. So they had this huge fight. So Nikita went back. Now Nikita lives in Atlanta and her mama live in Milwaukee. Okay. So Nikita went back to Atlanta with some of the kids and she was stripping to keep, uh, make money. Ayama was just like, this is a lot of hell, okay? So, um, while she was there, um, she started dating a guy who is married. And uh, you know how that go, don't... <laughs> so, there, there's, enough, there's enough girls out here who are dating married men. And this man told her he wanted to have a baby with her. He, she, now Nikita said, oh, he's supportive of my other children and oh, you know, he loved that, but he wanted to have a baby with me of my own, which is just nonsense. Who the hell? Why? Why? If this man got a wife, why are you having kids with him? You know, well, mostly it's to be kept because he probably has some money. And then, you know, if you got some money and a baby, then, you know, he know you go, you ain't going nowhere. And he can sleep with you anytime he want to and control you. And you know you got some stuff paid when you ain't been able to stabilize your own self in years, right? So that's where we're probably at with that. And so Ayala tells, you know, the people that... Nikita is stuck in a pattern of dishonoring herself to satisfy a man. So Ayana was like, okay, we really got to figure this out. And Nikita said, you know, now she starts telling her story because this is where we getting into it, like the good stuff. So the good stuff ain't good, y'all. It's all bad. So just if you ain't seen it yet, get prepared to get a little bit sad, okay? Because this is where we get into the meat of what's happening. So Nikita reveals that at 11 years old somebody in the neighborhood told her that she needed to you know think about starting to become a woman and she was like okay you know I want to be a woman and apparently somehow one of the neighborhood boys convinced her that you know she should go over to somebody's house she went to somebody's house I don't know who and um five boys proceeded to have sex with her pretty much back to back. She says she went earlier in the day and then when she left, it was night and that she, her body hurt and she could barely walk and she was bleeding. And, um, these were like boys, teenage boys, probably one in their early twenties. Cause we always got one of them raggedy asses around somewhere. So probably one of them too. And, um, you know, so she just had all these boys. Now, 
when I was when I was watching it this time, I was watching it with a couple of my friends, and everybody had the same question: Where the hell was your mama all day? Uh, you know, if your daughter is eleven and she leave out in the morning and she don't come back till the night, like what are we? What is the what happened? Which is very interesting because when Ayana was talking to Nikita's mom, because you know the mama was there and you know that, uh, you know how Ayana does it. She talked to you, she talked to the people that came with you and then she put it all together and then she bring everybody together, right? So because the mama was there, um, she was talking to the mama and the mama was telling Ayana that her daughter, Nikita, was different at after about age 11 or 12 she noticed that there was something different about her let me let you know this everybody's child hit about 12 and they become more of who they're going to be okay and so if you're not paying attention at the age of 11 12 years old 11 12 13 with your kids you lose it like that's when you really need to step your game up in the parenting game now, because I got five, I didn't really realize it like I should have with the first one, but I was a baby myself. And, um, you know, I didn't realize that I didn't, you know, so I missed some things with the older ones, but it is the truth. Everything you know, and anybody you talk to as a parent can say, when we hit that 11, 12, 13 year old mark, my child was somebody I did not know because they stopped becoming your baby and they start becoming people that are in this world, right? And so there's always some type of experiences that happen to everybody around 11 to 12. Think back when you were 11, 12, 13 years old and think back and decide, think back to some things that I'm sure you remember happened in your life, it, good or bad, that may, that may be shaping the way that you behave now as an adult. Now, we ain't going to have this counseling session today because I'm trying to get in Nikita, but if you go back in your own mind and start thinking about when you were 11, 12, 13 years old and you start thinking about something, you will you will understand that some of those experiences around that age shape exactly how you act now. But let's get back to the subject. So Nikita's mama had her when she was 14. We got a pattern here, right? So Nikita's mama had her when she was 14 years old. And so at 11 years later, her mom was 25. <laughs> Think about when you were 25. Were you, uh, were you the most responsible person? No, no, you weren't. You trying to tell yourself you are, but if you look back now, you like child, please. So Nikita mama being 25 at the time, she probably was not her best self either if you especially if you're somebody who had a baby at 14 that she probably didn't even pay attention to the fact that her daughter wasn't out if nikita was one of those kids you remember back in the day when you could just play outside all day um because i think some of us forget that there was a time 20 years ago when you could let your kids play outside a little bit longer than you can now right um and so Nikita probably was just outside playing. They didn't say if it was summertime or if it was the weekend or whatever it was, you know. And so she was outside playing in the neighborhood and you let the kids play and then they come home around the street lights come on. 
that could have been the case. And so mama just thought she was out playing around with her friends. And so no, it, it is very possible. I know when we looking at this because we sit down to watch Iola to be like judging whatever issues are going on as if we don't got none of our own. But we sit down to like, you know, oh, let me just start judging these people because really some of y'all just watching it so that you feel better about your own mess. But we ain't going to get into it. Um, Nikita could have just been gone playing outside and came home, you know, good eight o'clock at night. It's dark already. It ain't like she, it doesn't mean that she had to have come home at like 11, 12 o'clock at night because she said night, but that's what happened. She was basically gang raped by some neighborhood boys and she went home now because, um, Ayana was just like, kind of like, why didn't you tell anybody? And I think that she just didn't think that she had a voice to talk with. And some of us have those kind of homes where we just don't even feel like we have the voice to talk with. So when we go, when we have traumatic experiences, I being one of those people did not feel like there was anybody in my house that I could say at the time, if there was something going on with me, that I could just say it and be heard. We know we talk about those safe spaces for conversation a lot. Now, most of us, if we think back, we did not have safe spaces for conversation in our homes and so to judge this little girl or her mama who didn't know what she was doing either is unfair okay so um Nikita mom basically says um she she took on these kids because Nikita didn't know how to be a mom but Iona was telling her like you know how she going to handle the kids if you always have the kids? Like you could have told her, no, I'm not going to take these kids. You could have told her, you know, go hit on and um, I got two. You want to keep them other ones with you. You could have done a lot of other things than just say, give them to me. But you did. And, you know, so that's where we are now. Um. Ayanna also said that Nikita never had any faith or hope in herself because when you're growing up with a young mom like, you know, Nikita did when your mom is 14 when you're born. And so when you start kindergarten, your mom is like 19. She's still even 21. So then um, you know, at 21, you're seven and your mom's trying to like, ow, get lit for real, like legally lit and, you know, drinking for you guys that don't know what lit is. Lit is like when everybody's like turning up at a party and, you know, with their friends and stuff, sometimes like they might be drinking a lot and like, some people are doing a little bit of drugs and all those kind of things. So if you trying to get lit out here and your mama's seven, I mean, your baby's seven, you sometimes Sometimes you want to, you know, the parents don't come on now. Don't act like some of y'all who had kids when y'all was 29, 30, 32, that there ain't weekends when they got to go over me, mom, mom, mom's nana, granny house so that you could get lit. I'm giving you finger quotes that you could get lit yourself right now. So don't, don't judge, but that's probably what happened. This girl was seven years old her mama was 21 you know and so for another four years her mama was probably partying and doing whatever now I'm putting this on her don't don't start sending me messages like why would you put that on that girl's mom because you don't even know she was doing that she could have got her life turned around by then and all you're right you're right 
but this is what I'm saying, okay? And so she's probably, you know, out partying and whatnot. And if it was the weekend and, and you know, or she could have had a job that she needed to sleep for a couple hours, her daughter outside playing, whatever. She's supposed to be home at a certain time. You know, she come in. But here's what happened that the mama never knew that her daughter experienced this. But she did know there was an experience. So we let's get into this. We also find out that at one point around that 12 year old age too, after Nikita was violated by these boys, she just started cutting up. Because <clears throat> if you gotta close your mind off to a lot of things because you're having continual sex with some people that you really ain't consenting to but you don't know how to say no to once you in a situation and don't act like some of us haven't been there because we have you have to your mental state changes right and and when you're in that um puberty stage anyway your mind your brain is doing some things and it's trying to you know configure itself and all these things and you have to shut parts of it down so that you can be violated and not go crazy there still is some kind of behavior that shows up so Nikita started to get in trouble and she was going to um detention centers and stuff she probably was just lashing out from the rage that was built up inside of her because of what happened to her and not being able to release that and say it to anybody right so her mama at one point said that she caught Nikita with a boy and then mama called one of her male friends I don't know who it was it could have been an uncle who know because you know on the show they can't say the name so they bleep out the names of the people who ain't on the show so they bleeped out the name but there was a male who came to, came over to the house and mama thought that he would chastise Nikita for being with the boy well mama said Nikita started acting strange because then found out that this guy, and I don't know what the hell this is about, but this guy did not chastise her. He decided to give her a um, virginity check like he had gotten a gynecologist all of a sudden. That's what he said he did. What he really did was he violated this little girl at 12, and he's a grown man, and he violated her. And so mama had to call the police on that. So now not only has she been raped by five people, we're going, and now we got to add to the list and say now she done been raped by six when she's 12. She's 12 years old, and she done been raped by at least six people. Even if she had sex with three or four boys in the neighborhood willingly, you know that statutory rape thing is a thing. And so she could have been having sex with even more people who, boys who were taking advantage of her because they just felt like she was like a willing participant, right? Nasty. That's what we call it, nasty. So Nikita's mom had to let everybody know that um, Ayala, that I'm talking about everybody. There wasn't nobody. <laughs> it wasn't nobody there but her and Ayala. But she's telling her, like, you know, how, you know, you keep taking these kids. And what did you think was going to happen when you took all these kids? Now, <laughs> Ayala used this line. And, like, you know, my friends, y'all listening, I, we already know this is y'all favorite line all day. Okay. Ayala kept saying she was sending the kids in the mail like fruit. <laughs> 
you know, like the fruit of the month kind of thing, right? And she hit us with it a good three times. Bam, bam, bam. Send them in the mail like fruit. Send them in the mail like fruit, right? But that is the truth because she was just shipping kids, you know, down. So Ayana asked, like, how did you get the kids from Atlanta to Milwaukee? And Nikita said, well, you know, one of my friends was um, from Milwaukee. They was going to go visit their friends back in Milwaukee, their family for a holiday. So I decided to ask, can my kids go with them? Ayana said, so you just sent your kids just to spend hours in the car with some random person that they don't really know. What would have happened to them if somebody would have violated them? Nikita was like, oh, mm -mm, they ain't that kind of person. And Ayana was like, oh, okay, I'm sure your mama didn't think that the person who... Uh, gave you a virginity check was that kind of person either but look where we at you know and then that's when Ayala had Nikita tell her mom about the violation with the five boys and guys when I tell you that mama's you could see her being like drop out of her because it, I, it, I've never had to have it happen to me but I can't Im imagine the pain and the guilt and even clarity that shows up when your daughter tells you that some of the the guys that were in the neighborhood and she told her what neighborhood it was. And so you kind of can think back and go, oh, oh, my, because you, your daughter at 30 is telling you that when she was 11 years old, a bunch of boys violated her and you thinking like and I was at the house and. Even when the guy was supposed to be talking to Nikita and he he raped her, mama was in the house. And so like she's she's been carrying a lot of guilt around because she did, didn't know. And mama said a lot of times I did the best that I could, which is probably the truth. But Ayana said to her, just because you were doing the best that you could, that doesn't mean that she got what she needed to get. And we need to understand that as parents, we need to understand that even though we feel like we're doing what's right, it doesn't always mean that we are in tune with what our children need. And so we don't, it doesn't always mean that they're, they're getting out of us what they need from us. And most of the time it's because we're not accepting, um, the reality of who our children are regardless of what that may be um if, if we're not re accepting the re reality of what our children are and all of our children are not the same which also means that everything that we do we cannot do um exactly the same with each child because they're not the same so they're not all going to get what they need if we just stick to one game plan and continually do that and so, um, you know, Ayana was telling her, it's not, you're not, you know, you, I'm not telling you that you didn't do the best that you could. I'm telling you that your best may not have been what this child needed. And you need to understand that. And you need to understand also that you have not equipped this girl to be a mother, <clears throat> which is something that she could not have done because nobody equipped her you think a girl that had a baby at 14 was equipped to be somebody's mama we don't know what was going on in mama's house but the mother did reveal her name is alicia alicia did reveal that 
her mother had a baby with a married man catch that because now here her daughter is doing the same thing that her mama did so you know she feeling alicia feeling a kind of way about it because alicia had to admit that the married man never accepted her and he never um he never kept he never brought her from out of like out of the secret place that he held her in and so his wife never knew about her. She wasn't ever, you know, which would mean that she wasn't ever allowed to like go over her dad's house and, you know, be a part of the family and all of those things. And she knew as a person, she said, my dad never um, accepted me. My dad kept me a secret until the day that he died. Now that doesn't mean that she didn't know who her dad was and that he didn't pop through at the house every now and then, but she couldn't go with him because he kept her a secret. And that, two plays a factor in who her mother was um if i am a secret to my own father i'm then going to be a secret to many people and that that is how i'm going to live my life and so this girl had a baby at 14. if you are a mother at 14 yourself you can't then <coughs> you know raise up a child and Teach them how to be a mother if nobody taught you. A lot of parents are winging it. We winging it out here. Like, we don't know what we doing. And we just going, I guess so. I, I have this conversation with people and I say, there, there are times now as a parent when things come up and I'm in my room trying to figure out, you know, how to handle it. And in my mind, I'm like, who the hell gave me authority over these kind of situations? Like nobody talks about, not nobody, but no people that I know because most of my friends actually do not have children. So there's not a lot of people that I talk with who can compare and say, girl, this is what I did. This is what I know, you know, whatever. And so we get a lot of conversation about, you know, having babies. You got to buy diapers. You got to buy, you know, bottles. But that ain't the hard stuff. It's when these kids hit teenagers okay everybody who got a teenager you already know you know exactly what I'm talking about these kids hit teenagers and you like I don't know what I'm supposed to say and so you know nobody tells you how to be a parent a lot of times and you're growing up and you're a teenage parent people aren't giving you a lot of help what they're doing is giving you a lot of criticism and then a lot of what you're doing as a parent is trying to fight the criticism i'm trying to prove that my children can be well-mannered i'm trying to i'm going to prove that my children can be smart at school and mostly that's all people care about but this like emotional thing and like being able to like get into how to be emotionally equipped to care for children and to be able to um, create a space where they are emotionally safe. Nobody tell you, there's no, there's no conversation about that. So this mama just struggling. Aisha just out here struggling. Alicia just out here struggling to be the best mom that she thinks she can be in within the parameters of what she was given to parent her child which then leaves Nikita out here to just constantly you know meet up with um places where she doesn't have the the right she doesn't feel like she has the right to speak about her own body and so if, if her mom she said her mom never gave her any um any conversation about like having sex and boys and you know, love and all of those things, but it's probably because her mom didn't have any real understanding herself on what to say. 
um, you know, about what to say about any of those things because she's never met herself a man who would love and care for her. So there's no example in the house or even, you know, or that come over or any of that of what a, a man who is loving, caring and responsible and kind looks like. So Nikita didn't have any idea. So everything that she fell for because her first experiences with sex and with boys was um, violation. Every man that she then involves herself in comes with that in his bag, right? And so Nikita just always has like abusive men or um, unavailable men to be in her life. Hence why she is now in present day with the married man that she is with, that she had her last child with. So... Um, it just doesn't, it's just sad because, um, the mom was saying that she was missing love and attention from her father. Nikita then also was missing love and attention from her father. And now because Nikita has children with all of these different men and those men, um, I would assume are not very present in their children's lives. Those kids are also missing the love and attention as well. And then also, and Ayala had to touch on this is just because you can't just treat these kids like these are your daughter's kids. These are people that have to go into the world. And so if you just have them at your house, Miss Alicia, because your daughter won't take them home, you're not raising up these children. And let's all talk about this. All her kids are boys. She got like five boys. So... I think she has one daughter, but everybody else is a boy. And you got all of these young men who don't have no male positive examples in their lives, I'm assuming. And now they being raised by, they're, they're all one being looked, understanding that they mama done left them to go live her life. And a grandmama who just in here struggling, like, I guess y'all, y'all here so you know y'all want dinner they're not being raised they just living in a house and so they hopefully and prayerfully there are some male role models in these boys lives from the school or basketball or football or some kind of ball or um you know a, a music class or art class or something that there are some men strong black males in their lives that are able to um mentor them but who knows i'm just you know thinking about what the possibility is in the greater sense but there are these women and so ayana was telling the mom alicia granny to these boys you can't have two things you cannot take in these boys and say you will raise these boys and now they're pretty much your kids and expect for her to get herself together and come get them but also be saying she ain't never gonna be able to get them she ain't good enough she don't have nothing and then you know keep them on in the, like this pocket of you know, I'm not going to do nothing and your mama ain't, you know, ain't trying to raise y'all. So I guess y'all could just stay here. Ayana was basically like, if you got them at your house and you're saying that you're going to raise them, then that is what you do. Like you raise them. You, that's what you have to do. And Ayana said, let's just be honest. You pretty much took these kids, not because she couldn't take care of them. 
You took them because you know that at, there were points in your life when you were younger and your children were younger that you wish someone had helped you. And so you are trying to give her the help that you wish somebody else would have given to you with, but also thinking that she should be so grateful for that help that she should be running back to try to get them kids. And it's the truth. Like I was a young mother. We all know. Um, but she keep that. Um, I was a young mother and there were many times when my kids were little that I would just be like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing up in here. But you come to this place where a lot of people say like, oh, well, you wanted to be a mom. You better figure it out. And then you, you learn that maybe asking for help isn't the best thing because you help a lot of times doesn't come without judgment. And for a lot of us also, there ain't no help. Even when you want to ask, you don't know who, who could I ask because there's not going to be any help, but that judgment will be there. You might not even get the help and you're going to get the judgment. So it's a, it's a quiet, lonely place sometimes. And Nikita knew, I mean, Alicia knew that quiet and lonely place. And I guess she probably wanted to keep her daughter from that place. And so she took these children, but I think she did believe in the very beginning that, you know, it wouldn't last long, but because of course she didn't expect that she would keep getting pregnant and have baby after baby after baby, and then keep sending them to her house. But she, as we spoke before, Ayana could have said, Ayana said, you could have told her, look, I got two, I got three, I'm not taking no more, stop. Mama didn't say that until four, or I mean five, because she got five at her house. Um. So Ayala sends Nikita and Alicia, mom and daughter, out to spend some time together because they've never done that. They, I mean, they have said that they have never done that. They have, you know, just spent time together and, you know, like a dinner or a lunch or nothing. So Ayala sends them out to get pedicures so that they can have conversation. But she said, none of the conversation can be about children. Just talk about each other. Because a lot of us, we don't know who our parents are. Like, we don't know. We, we haven't had the conversations to find out, like, you know, what did they do for fun? What did they like to do? What, you know, who were their friends back then? What are experiences that they remember that were great or sad or just memorable for them? We don't know if they went to camps. We don't, you know, there's a lot of things we don't know about our parents and there are so many things our parents don't know about us. And so I, she sent them out to start one of those, you know, growth building conversations and interactions. And so Ayana said, though, um, here, and what she did was she gave Nikita five eggs to give to her mama and said that her mama got to carry them five eggs around. Now, before they even got out, mama dropped one of the eggs. And I yelled and said, that's what happens. Your mama's taking on more than she can handle. And so one of your children going to fall through the cracks because it's more than mama can handle herself. So they went out. They did it, um, you know, and they had a nice little thing. They came back and Ayala, you know, had them play this musical chair sort of thing where every time she sang a little ditty, they had to sit down, pick up a card that was on the seat and um, speak about whatever the card said. Um, it were things such as um, loneliness and growth, um, um, guilt and 
learning, you know, words. <laughs> so um, we got to a point in them playing where Ayana and Nikita had needed to have a conversation. And Ayana was basically telling Nikita, you know, you are not being your best self being with this married man. And Nikita was in her feelings, child. She was this this when the feelings started really getting agitated because Nikita was like, okay, we didn't already talked about it. I got a baby with a married man. Like how many times we got a harp on that? We know it, it been said, whatever. And Ayana was like, you know, but you well, okay, but since we know and whatever, what you gonna do about it? And Nikita hit her with that. I don't know. Baby already here. Ain't nothing we could do about it. And Ayana was like, wait, first of all, what we not gonna do is pop this attitude with me okay because you the one sleeping with the married man you the one with him he has character flaws because he can't because Nikita was trying to say like oh he's a good man because he take care of this baby that we had and Ayana was like he can't be that great of a man he's got a wife at another house which means he can't be committed to you which means he can't really be committed to his baby and he surely ain't committed to your other kids and she's basically like you know okay whatever I don't know too many do about it. like she was getting the attitude okay attitude and you could tell that Nikita was feeling the way now I felt like Nikita didn't want Ayana to continually talk about this married man because this married man probably said don't keep bringing it up like you going to go see Ayana don't start talking about me because this money can go okay so I think Nikita didn't want it she didn't want to lose whatever relationship she had with that man by talking to Ayana. Cause you know, they came there so that um, Nikita and Alicia could fix their issue with each other. And you already know, every time you go on Ayana, whoever writing, whatever you writing about, that is not what we're gonna discuss. We're gonna discuss the for real issue. So they get back to playing the musical chairs and all of that. And when they get to the next seat, um, you could tell that Nikita is in her feelings. Okay, hashtag feeling something. So she, uh, you know, Ayana says, like, I could see you pissed. What's the problem? And Nikita was like, well, and this is where we get it. Nikita started to say, um, you know, I, I'm starting to get it. Like, she started to get it that she's like, you know, um... It, the reality is hitting me that I am not doing the best for myself, which means I can't do the best for my children. And once we get to that place, there is a little bit of attitude because we thought we were doing right. Like if, there's times when we doing wrong, but we feel like this wrong is going to is is the right. Like it's like, but I'm still doing right. So she probably felt like you know, okay, so he a married man. I get that, but. This child is being taken care of and somebody is loving my child and somebody is loving me because if she's never had any love, even this, this, uh, conditional love that she getting right now for her seems like a right. Now outside we all like, girl, it's wrong though. But inside her, she's thinking like, but he loved me in a way that I've never been loved and I need that. So even if it's, even if it's not all the time is better than the never that I was doing before. And that for a lot of us is a truth that we live with where we know that it's wrong, but in some way it's still right. 
and for her to come to this understanding that there is a better, there's an even higher level than where she's at right now. That is um, a realization that you have to go like, I thought that I was high. But I'm not really high. I'm just kind of higher than low. Which isn't really still good, right? And so I only said you've never experienced a real man. But because, like I said, you got these four boys, you have to figure out how to raise men and you're not a man and you're not stable and so you can't you're not the one that can do that but there's still these boys out here who will be needing that or what we'll have is a bunch of bitter men who don't like black women um sometimes don't even like women at all and will then treat the women that they become in relationship with disrespectfully and then will here's the cycle again Nikita was just kind of saying like she's upset with herself because um, she she understands now that the, the, the way that she's living now speaks of the child that was um, violated and abused when she was 12. And now she's realizing I am still, you know, living as that person when I thought that I was, you know, doing, making grown up moves because this one is here longer and not as abusive. But see, he's not physically abusive, I would imagine. But now it's a mental thing. But but if you if you used to being physically abused, when you move to the mental, you miss it because it doesn't impact you in the same ways and this man not being a married man and still taking on a a woman and then telling that woman that you want to have a child with her like to keep her somewhere locked is what he did um because now he knows that she's dependent on him for for some things you know you miss it you miss that you're being abused but you're celebrating the fact that nobody putting their hands on you but she under Nikita is not understanding that that is destructive for her and her self growth. Um, and so they, you know, Ayana was telling them that they've been doing all this stuff. They ain't had no prayer in their life. You know, they don't, they ain't called on a higher power to, you know, do to give them some help. So she gave them a prayer and the prayer was just like, Lord, I need your help. Amen. Like sometimes you got to be real plain because you like sometimes you sometimes you have to be general. Now, a lot of times they talk about, you know, like when you pray to the pray to God, like make it plain. So that in specific so that God knows exactly what you ask him for, whatever. But sometimes you don't need you need to just say, help me, because you need to put that in the Lord's hand. Let your help be what it is and what it will be. And let me to just accept what you what you are bringing to me and, and be open to getting what you have for me, Lord, because these two need a lot of help. So Ayana told them, so now they're coming to the end and Ayana was asking them, you know, what is it that you would like for yourself? Now, one of the things I, for, I forgot to mention is mama Alicia has never graduated from high school. Yes, child, she out here raising Nikita, possibly another child. And these five boys 
two, uh, maybe four boys and a girl. All of that to, yeah, four four boys and a girl somewhere in there. And she ain't never had a high school diploma. She can't even get a chance to go to the little GED classes or nothing, you know. And um, they talked about possibly having mama and the kids moving closer to Nikita so that they could, you know, be more of a family. Now, Nikita was saying that she, because Nikita was saying that she couldn't move to Milwaukee because there's so many... Um, there's so many memories of, you know, the bad things that happened to her that she didn't want to go back there into that place. But Ayana said, yeah, but what you need to do is not work on the space that you can, you know, function in, but you need to work on yourself so that it doesn't matter what space you are in, you will always be able to function. And that was dope because a lot of times there's people who be like, oh, I'm not going to that place. I'm not eating at that place. I don't want to talk about that thing. Don't 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 mention a name that start with the letter whatever. And it's because we have not healed ourselves of of the situation. And so we but if we did, if we if we are healing ourselves, we can go and be and do whatever we want, wherever we want and be comfortable in those spaces because we're good with us. And you got to be good with yourself before you can be good with any damn thing else or you just faking it till you make it, which is all, which is really the truth there. Ayanga also said to Nikita, um, I need you to commit to not having any more children. Six children is enough, especially a woman who is out here single on her own and your mama can't handle another one. You can't handle any more. You need to commit to not having any more children. She also said, you need to know now that by the time your your last child, who is four months old at this time, by that time that child <clears throat> is um, 18, you're going to be 50 years old. You're going to be 50 years old and haven't been able to really do anything, you know, with and for yourself because you've been having babies. And, um, you know, spending time trying to figure out how to raise babies. So, you know, you got to do that. Um, and she said you need to be more present with your children because they are yours. Whether or not your mama got them at, they, at her house or not, you need to be more present with these kids. And having them in such a far distance, you cannot be present. Don't start talking about, oh, I make phone calls every week or whatever. Now, she didn't say that, but, you know, that's what people say. Oh, I called you. And, like, you know, a lot of us already know we got some dads out here. And sometimes even some mamas out here would be like, I called. I tried to call you. Anyone talk to me when I called on the phone? You're right, because I was busy. And that's not how you raised me. So she was saying that as well. And so they just kind of came up with this agreement that they would be better people for themselves. That mama would try to get into these classes that um, Nikita would be more responsible for her children and all of those things. Well, you know, every time, every time at the end of the show, they give us that recap where they just like, you know, writing the words up on the screen. And the truth was that. Mama still got Nikita's kids, even though Nikita and her mama now have a better relationship. Mama still got 
Nikita's kids, which is probably best. They probably at this point, because they've been there so long, it's probably best that they stay with her. That's that's what they know. That's the stability that they know. Mama doesn't have the same kind of relationship and and or bond with those boys as grandma does at this point. So it's probably best that they stay with their grandma and that their mama just come in and, you know, talk or whatever. I don't know what she's supposed to do. But it also said that Nikita is still with that married man and who didn't think that, right? So my hope is just that at some point, she becomes strong enough to understand that she's better and and worth more than what this man is giving her. But a lot of us don't figure that out for years and some of us never figure that out. So I'm guessing that you know, we just want to pray for her like we're praying for the other people. Look at that, y'all. We did not come to the end of another episode of Just Saying. Ow. Shout out to everybody again who is new and all of my listeners who have already been here. Now, we're going to go through the same thing we go through every week. Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribing. Talk to your friends and and share the episodes with them. And, you know, because we already know there's somebody out here who need to hear one of these episodes at least, right? And we'll just bring them on in and they can listen to all the stuff. Talk with us like you talking with me right now. And... Um, if you're on um, Apple listening to this, you can definitely like um, write a review. I love a review. Tell me what you're feeling. And when you get down there in that description box, you'll see all my social media information. Click on some stuff, like some pictures, send me some emails, comment on, on, the, on, the, on the things. You know, let's have some conversations. And don't forget, them DMs is empty if anybody want to... If anybody want to slide on through and let me know how you really feeling about your girl, I'm here, okay? Meet me back here next week and we will have another conversation about another thing. And do not forget, you don't have to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying.